Six-Pack Lapidot, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S dot app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions, several national champions, and uh, I mean, a laundry list of records, national records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite level programming available, video tutorials. Uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts. Um, to get all your lifts analyzed so you get elite level programming and coaching for $29.99 US a month. Positionsofpower.programs.app. Go there and get yourself started. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> and the fellas are back. John Hack, my man Andy. We are back in the uh, we're back in the saddle. We just did the Christmas special. We're gonna do the New Year's 2021. Um, a little bit of a year room review. We got male best lifter, female best lifter. I did a poll asking the the our community, and um, we have some notables, breakthrough stars, male, female, and I got some notes. So who do you guys want? Who wants to go first? You want me to go first? You guys, how you guys want to do this? Uh, do we want us like start with lifter of the year or like end with it? What do you want to do? Well, you have the, so you have the ones with the polls, right? I do love. Let's, let's start with that. That's just like straight up factual and just the poll winners. Let's do the straight facts. Straight facts. Okay. Major upset right off the hop. I'm also, I did it. I'm, I'm going to, do a little intro on this, put a little blib on this. We'll do the men's um, right off the top. Massive, massive upset here. Uh, John hack by a fucking landslide uh, took the the be- male best lifter year 2021. And it, it wasn't even close. So I don't need, I didn't need to put, I, I posted the poll with other people with all due respect to the other gentlemen, but we all knew which way this was leaning um, a quick, Little year review, John won the hybrid showdown that was in February with a nine, six, seven and a half kilo total. Came quote unquote second in the current US Open. He went in obviously raw without wraps. Was he second or third? He was third. I was third. Okay, third. Uh, and he did 970 kilo total. And, um, but he obviously went uh, sleeves when it was a wrapped event. But really, the big thing was the showdown. And uh, talk about a fucking game changer. Um, 1,005.5 kilo, 2,216 pounds. And it's the all-time record in that weight class. It's the all-time record of weight class up. It's all-time record of weight class up again. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, just take a look here. So 100 kilos and 110 kilos. So Yuri Belkin had a 972.5 kilo record. That's one weight class up. And then Jamar had a thousand kilo total, two weight classes up. So literally John Hack rewrote history uh, for powerlifting in general. 
I don't know when the last time we saw people smashing records like that um, on 11 times body weight total. It was, it was fucking, it's indisputable, man. It's, it can only be one. It can only be John Hack. He's my pick. He's the powerlifting community's pick. Um, and that's that. What? <laughs> Ron, accept your award. Speak. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I also put myself as lifter of the year because I feel like I had a very good, I feel like I had a very good year. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I seem to, I mean, when you hit the number he hit, you're breaking three, you know, three different weight class records. Um, I mean, I think, you know, he's definitely in that conversation of goat, like legit the goat, because I think him doing it in these different weight classes, that's the one thing he didn't do in the past. Um, whereas like Ed Cohn has done that in multiple weight classes. Um, and now John has done that in the, in the higher weight classes too. And so I think that definitely solidifies it in my mind and, uh, just these, these huge numbers and, and, and also like as a lifter too, you want to progress and be consistent and keep improving. And John has done that also in, in this past year. So those are my reasonings. It's funny. You compare him to uh, Ed Cohen. And I remember John saying like, even back in the day, like he wanted to be like Ed Cohen and now he, this is it. Like this is now we're actualizing this. This is, this is happening. And in modern terms, we hadn't seen somebody that dominant where they're beating people a weight class up, two weight classes up. Every now and then you see somebody beat a weight class up, but two weight classes up is crazy. And the people I'm talking about, like Yuri Belkin, you know, Jamal Browner, these aren't like no names, a weight class up. These are the best of the best, right? Obviously the records for a reason, but um, it, it's, it's crazy what we're seeing happen right now in an 11 times body weight, total i got a question for you um john in terms of overall accomplishments up to this point so i know a thousand kilo was a big accomplishment goal that you wanted i know you want to do be mentioned in with like ed cohen and now it, it's starting to get some legit steam on that because of you doing showings like this what so far and you still only you 28 now yeah What's Doug is fucking crazy. Cause I, it's like in my heart, you're still a junior. <laughs> when I think about you, it's because of the, because of worlds when I first see you on the scene, but you, you never grow older than 23, but, um, and you'll be a grown ass 43 year old man. And I'm still going <laughs> to see you like that. But, uh, um, it, what was, what are the big moments right now stand up for you in your career wise, looking back, you have the IPF worlds showdown with Brett Gibbs, which was historic and to this fucking day, when I talk about that live stream and the lead in we did, which is the first time we ever did a lead in where they're like, I was hyping everybody the week of, and they were like, all right, all week when we were doing the masters and juniors and shit. And then all the other weight class leading up to the 83s, you've been hyping this. We're going to give you five minutes to lead in on the live stream. And we had, they had never done that. And they turned the camera to me and I, I, I started dropping why it's so significant. And SBD did the fucking photo shoots. Like it's a UFC or a boxing match. And like, the hype was unreal. Standing room only. You and Brett. And Brett was massive popularity at the time. There was that. Then there's you beating Jesse Norris's. You're chasing the Jesse Norris. And uh, you obviously long surpassed that and threw that in your rear view. But for a while there, there was that. And Jesse Norris was so iconic. And what he did was so iconic. For you to bypass, that was a major milestone as well on your road to greatness. And then there's the thousand kilo where the significance of a thousand kilo um, is massive, especially at your body weight. And then there's also the significance of two weight classes up in one showing. 
Mm-hmm. What are you the most proud of looking back at this point at 28? Uh, I'd say instead of like the Jesse Norris one, I'd put the 2K at 181 as being like uh, the top three accomplishments that I've had. Uh, I guess I'm most proud of the the 1,000 kilo because I think like that one was finally like a number that like if I were to have like a catastrophic injury, I would feel very like satisfied with my lifting career at this point. Like if I were to have it after the two K or the, um, or worlds, I, I don't think I'd have that same feeling, but now that I've hit that thousand kilos, it's kind of like, that was kind of like always like the number for me and finally hit it, especially on like a big platform. And and also just like how that day went too. Oh yeah. It was it, not a smooth sailing. Yeah. Oh, really? Like a- after squats, I literally looked at Andy. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be there today. Like, <laughs> no, because <laughs> he, <laughs> he strained both legs on his yeah. squat. Yeah. Like how? Because because I went into it with the plan. I'm like, okay, I can like perfect day. I'll probably hit like 10, 12.5. And that gives me some wiggle room to miss one third attempt. And then. I missed that third attempt on the squat, but you also hurt. But yourself. I also hurt yeah. myself, so I was like, "All right, I don't like." I just, I like sitting down, like also like trying to get into position for like deadlift or like drive on bench. Just was very very painful. No but, shit. Yeah, so that was like the most like adversity I felt like I overcame. And when you were loading up the last deadlift, you're like, "Oh my god, it looks like it will happen." Yeah, I, I guess like after after bench, I was kind of like. Okay, maybe, like maybe I maybe I will actually get it. Yeah, I think I think when he did his second deadlift, it was like eight forty eight, and the way it moved, it was like okay, this is like it, it was. I to me, I was like, all right, this is gonna happen now. Yeah. So, but but yeah, after that third squat, I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was I was pretty depressed after that, to be honest. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I gave him like four Advils. Like, fuck it, let's just let's just try. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was listening to uh, the Massonomics podcast, and that like where we were sitting was like right next to their booth, and they're like, "Yeah, we saw him after squats, and he was not looking looking like he was having a good time." Like, I don't know, maybe maybe not. And I was just I was just thinking, I was like, "Yeah, I was definitely not having a good time." At that point. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but there is something to be like experience gives you confidence where you, if you rally back on something like this, the experience of that gives you confidence for next time. If shit hits the fan, you're like, I've been here before. Yeah. It's, it's not as bad. You've been in the game for a while now. Mm -hmm. You've only not finished one meet, but that was because you tore your, or you got hurt, right? The Kern. Yeah. 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 What what did, what did you tear that time? Um, it was like the same thing as the quad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, that okay. experience would actually sh- rattle you. That goes against everything I just said. The current, the current, well, that, that was on my opener. Yeah, the current has been a curse for me and John. Like, my first current was the second current ever. I tore my quad of the opening squat, and then the current two years after. Okay, and then the next current, I, I, I still won, but I strained my hamstring on my third deadlift, second deadlift. Sorry, second deadlift, and then. Then the current after that is where I tore my adductor on my third spot, but I happened to actually finish that meet somehow. Um, your balls explode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then this last year's current prepping for it, I hurt myself. 
So every current for the last four years, I've had some kind of injury. So I am never doing the current ever. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's your next meet? You're like, well, it's the current in April. <laughs> and I think, I'm like, God, Andy, let's, let's get you signed up for something else there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the current, man, the current for a little while, I remember we were joking around about the current being cursed. Like, like the Madden curse. Yeah. Larry had a catastrophic injury there. There's a bunch of guys. I can't remember now. Andrew Herbert, Kevin Oak. A lot of people. Kevin yeah. Oak, obviously John, like everybody, big, all the big JP, JP Prize lost a pinky practically when Zaheer dropped <laughs> Good thousand God. pounds on. Yeah. Yeah. The current is the current for a little while there was like everyone wanted to show up for the big checks. And then like the guy who was maybe the fifth nomination, like Jesus, I might get a big money here. If, everyone, <laughs> if this keeps going, it's got to stay in the pocket, yeah. <laughs> you know, solidify my openers. It's like a fucking battlefield out there. We're catching bodies for God's yeah. sake. Um, in terms of, so if John dominated for lifter of the year, a couple things I did want to mention, uh, Dan Bell hitting a 505 kilo squat, 1,113 pounds for a world record at the, at the Kern in terms of, uh, you know, highlights from the year. And, um, in February, it's an all-time record total with 1,182.5 kilo, which is 2,607 pounds. It's the biggest total of the year for 2021. Um, and on the raw side for highlights in the super heavyweight man, TD got the biggest total of uh, 2021. So that we have had some other notables. I'll also get into the breakthrough star, but before I get into that, I'll, I'll put a pin in it. Ooh, you, I mean, obviously you guys have John for lifter of the year. Is there any other highlights you think we should touch in or in terms of the 2021 looking back? Uh, I think they'll kind of work into like breakout star and, yeah, event. don't like battle the year. Some of the other we're staying ones. with we're staying with untested, right? You guys can do both. I'm going to keep my IPF USAPL. Right, we'll, we'll just keep it that way. We'll keep it that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll move quicker. Okay, sounds good, sir. Um, well, let's look at the women's because this one was a lot tighter, and this one might be a little bit controversial. Let me take a look at the online polling. Uh, yep. I'll just get mine. I, I said Hunter Henderson. Hunter Henderson for you- of the year. Yeah. yeah, female. How about you, yeah. Andy? Um, it's tough because because uh, people forget about Mariana, or not people forget. I I kind of did, but then I remembered she won the current. Um, and Hunter didn't. So that to me, I would give that to Mariana for lifter of the year. Um. But like Hunter has been, if anything, Hunter's the breakthrough for me. Um, but because she didn't really, she didn't win any meets. I mean, she won the record breakers just now, but she didn't have any competition. Um, so I would give it to Mariano. So we got a split here, fellas. Yeah. I picked Hunter uh, because she had a higher dots than Mariana, and she did two meets. So, Mariana retired on top, so I don't know. I just feel stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So here it is. So online, just so you know, before I give mine online, it was overwhelmingly Hunter, not overwhelmingly in the John hack sense, but it was a pretty good chunk leaning towards Hunter. Number two was Brianna Terry. Uh, number three, Christy Hawkins, and then Mariana. Now that is what it is. Let me break into some of their years in review of all of those ladies. And then I'll tell you who I'm picking and why. So number one in the world, in wraps by dots is Hunter Henderson in the 75 kilo class, a 295 kilo squat, 
bench deadlift. Uh, so a 702.5 kilo world record total. She's the first lady in the 75 kilo class to have done 700 and up in, in that weight class. I know a lot of people in the untested don't do kilo. Let me convert this shit. So that's a 1,545 um, total in pounds. Uh, so Hunter, obviously, and she, so she, that, that was at the current U.S. Open where she came second to Mariana because it was used by Wilk score. And this is where I don't, this is where it gets tough because depending on the formula you use and not every tournament is going to use the same formula, you can have different winners. For instance, Hunter Henderson came in second via Wilkes and first via Goodlift points and number one via Dots. So then you have three different formulas. Depending on what tournament is using what formula, you could shake up between her and Mariana for first and second. That leaves a little bit of contentiousness in terms of confusion. There isn't a breakthrough star, like a, well, not a breakthrough, but a pull ahead star like a John Hack, where it's like, use whatever fucking formula you want. It doesn't matter. Kilos is the formula. Pounds is the formula. And John swell ahead. It's different in the women's. And this is why Mariana and Hunter Henderson, depending on the formula you use, you could shift them around. Now, if you're a Hunter Henderson person, you could say um, two out of three, two out of three doctors, two out of three formulas say she was number one in wraps. However, to Andy's point, she didn't win one of the major competitions. And other people would say, yeah, but whoever wins that competition can be changed by uh, whatever formula you want. So it's, it's a little bit contentious. Let's move on to Mariana, though. Let's talk about this honorable mention. Mariana is number two in wraps and good lift points, number one via Wilkes, and number two via Dots. So she's either number one or number two in the 56-kilo class. And she won the current U.S. Open. She actually got a W in one of the major meets. If this is like tennis or this is like track and there's those major Grand Prix meets, Mariana won one of them, and that could be big depending on how you score that. If you're, if it's like a grand slam, you win. But here's the person that I'm actually going to pick for lifter of the year, Christy Hawkins. Wow. Number one via dots and good lift points and Wilkes um, in terms of raw. That's just straight up use whatever formula you want, take off the sleeves, and it's Christy Hawkins. And that holds a little bit of weight for me. Um, and her raw total was so good, it's good enough for number three in Wilkes, good lift points and dots behind Mariana Hunter without sleeves or sorry, just in sleeves. To me, that's a major tiebreaker. And then she's doing it at 41 years old. She's, she's a master and she did it at the showdown. So I got to tell you guys, broke world records and squad deadlift total in her lockout, the 275 kilo, 605 pound deadlift for the world record. And she took that world record back from Briani tore her bicep at the lockout and was like, I'm not fucking like, I can only imagine what that feels like. She's like, I'm locking this bitch out. We're closing out the show. I'm taking my record back. I'm taking my standing as number one in the world back. And, uh, and she closed out that lockout Um, for me. uh, So she took a record back on squat, a record back on deadlift and a record back for the all time uh, total for raw as well and for me with no dispute you know use whatever formula you want she's number one in raw and she won it wasn't you know and she won in one of the major competitions that was the tipper for me 
and why I th- and storyline. If you if that matters to you guys, forty one years old, she's still doing her damn thing. I'm gonna go with Christy Hawkins. Am I crazy? What do you guys think about that? Oh, that, was, that was a very tough one, actually, to pick. Yeah. Um, you could, I could be debated either way. I, I honestly yeah, can lean. Yeah, to everyone's justified, right? And um, I just, I wanted to save Hunter for another category, so I just, I because of the the toss up, I just want to give it to get Mariana, but definitely Christie's also deserving of it too. Um, and I, I think, you know, with the adversity she faced, like in the past, because she tore her tricep to come back this year and then she tore her bicep <laughs> she got to hit arms so, dog yeah work those arms days bro yeah um yeah man i actually like that we all pick different people and we all gave our justifications for each and then online it's different like it's um because the race was super tight for the women's division you, you can't go wrong for, with any of these picks mm-hmm. but uh but it is what it is so there's the lifters of the year for us um you guys want to do you want to do breakthrough star next sure sure um who wants to go first you want me to go first when you guys want to go first um i'll go first real quick okay yeah sure um so the guys to me it's like a toss-up for me it's it's either it's between chad penson and Derek thistleweight um chad has been chad has a longer career he's been competing a long time he's always been in the mix but like this year, he really broke out uh, with with the way with his performance at the Kern, you know, setting world records, and um, and then Derek the same thing, not the same thing, but Derek, you know, came, came out of nowhere. He's super young. He's putting up these huge numbers. Also, um, you know, he he had a controversial meet that you know we we were kind of questioning his lockout on the deadlift. So um, I was waiting to see how he would perform in this last meet that he just did, and um, he he put up big numbers again. And um, so this is hardly hard for me, um, but I'm going to go with Chad personally, but that's like a personal uh, choice because I like Chad and we're friends. And um, um, I'm just happy that Chad got what he got, got over that hump and, and really broke out after putting it so much time uh, into the, into powerlifting. And then the, the female side, I would do, I would, I would say Hunter, but this has just been the big year for Hunter um and she broke broke it big in powerlifting too so do those two sports back uh within the same year and perform at the level she did on both sides is just amazing and uh so she's the breakout star for me but she she was awesome she so she won the sh- the showdown in 2020 so you might no, say she, did, she didn't win didn't she win Mar- in 2020? mariana won mariana uh... won yeah yeah, by so a lot. You, so you would yeah. say she wasn't a star yet, and now she is. Basically, she was on the verge. I mean, everyone knew, but like this year was was like the year that she broke out, and, and then her popularity grew too. So obviously, you see that. Yeah, you know what? She she didn't win it. She was breaking records actually. Um, um yeah. where Chrissy Hawkins took him back. What are you thinking, John? Do you want me to go first? You want to go, sir? Uh, I can go. So I also had a tough time choosing between Chad and uh, Derek, but I went with Chad just because he. He did it on a he did it on the the current stage. I think it's just more impactful to do it on a big big platform to have like your breakout meet versus just a like a local one that Derek did it at. Um, like if Derek showed up and won a big meet next year, I think that could 
make an argument for him being a breakout star next year. Um, for women's, I, I have both an untested and tested. Um, tested, I want Natalie Richards, who just competed at the Virginia Pro. And like, I had never heard of her. And then I <laughs> saw her take what, like fifth or sixth? Yeah. By good lift points. And then uh, for women, I did Tamara Walcott, who uh, deadlifted, what, 636 at the showdown? Yeah, 280.5 kilo. I'll take a look here. Yeah. And um, yeah, 630, yeah, 636, 635, whatever the conversion is there, because it's how you're ever you're rounding it. Yeah. So yeah, she's my she's my untested. So here's okay. here's what I'm picking, fellas. I'm on the same page as you guys. I'll I'll tell you right now with the men's, anyways. I'll tell you right now that um, uh, Derek Death Grip Derek took the poll on on the King of List polls, um, but because Derek, first off, we'll talk about him, number two all time in the 110 kilo class behind Yuri Belkin, and he's he's getting close and he's chasing that for a junior a kid his age. Um, he's a young ass man and he's, he's covering a lot of ground quickly. So he's got tons of potential. And I think you guys are right where maybe he hasn't broken through entirely yet. Maybe next year's that breakthrough. Look at if he overtakes Yuri Belkin, say less you've broken through and it, we might be one year too quick to crown him the breakthrough star. So, well, maybe that's it. He's certainly getting close, but hasn't quite done it yet. Um, I, he is a monster 1040 kilo total in wraps, a hundred, 903 pound squat, a 484-pound bench in a 903-pound uh, deadlift, which is 410 kilos for our European friends. So it's um, yeah, he's right. He's right there. His numbers are fantastic. I think the big thing is going to be um, if he breaks the record, Yuri Belkin record, you're in. Or if you win a major comp- one of the major competitions that everyone's watching, you're in. And I think he, I mean, he's, he's capable. So maybe 2022, he might be one of those looking ahead. Tag him as a person to watch. Not the breakthrough star yet, but a person to watch. Who is the breakthrough star? I'm going with Chad Penson, just like you guys are. Um, King Penson won the current U.S. Open, which is a major competition to win. First man in the 90-kilo class to squat 400 kilo, which is a historic, not just a record, but to break through certain barriers, right? There's those first. You know, like John was the first for a thousand kilo ninety uh, and the ninety kilo class, which is fucking ridiculous, and it'll probably be the only for a while. But Chad also hit a four hundred kilo squat, um, a nine hundred ninety seven point five kilo total in wraps, uh, eleven times body weight. I, th- I think he was maybe the first for that. I'm not sure, but obviously the total was a world record nonetheless. So Chad is breaking records, winning major tournaments and um, being the first to hit certain milestones. So it's got to be Chad for me in 2021. So he's my breakthrough star. For the women, uh, Brianna Terry is in there um, winning the hybrid showdown, major competition, 265.5 kilo deadlift, a 585-pound deadlift. Taking Christy Hawking's deadlift is major. Christy Hawking's is a living legend, and she was my lifter of the year, and she took her deadlift. If it ended there, could have had it, but Christy Hawking came back and took that deadlift back in monumental fashion. So it didn't end there. The year didn't end there. So still amazing. And, and Brianna Terry um, had her on the podcast. She's great as a podcast guest. And, uh, you know, she, she's fan friendly the whole night. So good. She's a star. Is she the number one breakthrough star? Here's the tipping point. 
Um, Tamara, Tamara Walcott had the biggest deadlift of all time, period, by a woman. Period. With 288.5 kilo. Never have we seen a, a woman in any weight class ever lift as much as that. That is the single greatest feat of strength a woman's ever done on the platform. That's a fucking tough one to beat. In the year ended, nobody came, nobody's taken it from her. And then in terms of star, because it's breakthrough star, she was on Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. That's that, man. Like, like as 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 great as Brianni was, she came on the podcast with me. And as great as she's doing with all that and, and pushing forward, it's tough to beat Ellen. <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> King, appearing on King of Lifts is not appearing on Ellen. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? We're a stitch behind in terms of platforms. Um, so in terms of breakthrough star. In terms of achievement, the single greatest feat of strength. And then in terms of like star power appearing on Ellen, that's a wrap, son. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Tamara Walcott. And uh, and there's the wrap up. What are some of the other ones you guys have? Uh, I have upset of the year that kind of plays in with Chad winning the Kern. Yeah, uh, I agree. Just because like no one John, really. John shot the bed. <laughs> shot the bed. So did Dan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Chad just had a really good performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, comeback of the year. I have both the non-tested and tested for men. Um, Dan Green, obviously, for untested. And Ray Williams for tested. I think those are pretty <laughs> obvious ones. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any women. I guess uh, Chrissy Hawken. She's come, coming back from a tricep injury. 100%. And coming back at 41 years old and doing her damn thing like that, like taking back, like I'm still the queen and taking back all those world records. And then the way she did it with the final deadlift that almost split her in half. And she's like, not today. No, I'm going to, I'm going to have to set out for another six months. We got another comeback in the future now because of this deadlift, but we're going to lock it out. Um, yeah, for sure. Ray Williams is, that was massive. Him squatting, even though he's, he's, he's not the number one heavyweight anymore, but him squatting a thousand pounds raw is amazing. The fact that he did that, his old, he doesn't hit his old total, but he's hit that squat. And for some reason with Ray, there's like one lift that you need somebody to do. And for Ray, it's a thousand squat, a thousand pounds. And, yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, I think if he did hit the thousand people wouldn't be saying he's back. It's, it's almost like if he hit nine eighty five, but his total was bigger, it still wouldn't hit his home as no. He yeah. squatted a thousand. I think I I do think Jesus is close to a thousand though. He's in there. Oh, Jesus, yeah, Jesus Oliveras is an absolute monster. Yeah. And he's young yeah. as shit. He might get a thousand. We'll have to see. Yeah. It depends on how progress goes. Sometimes it levels off, sometimes it keeps moving. Or if maybe Ray keep, Ray's bigger than he's ever been, too. Yeah. My man's is big. Good picks. What else you got? You got some more? Uh I've got events of the year was uh the Virginia Pro. Um, just watching that, the production value of it was incredible. All those, plus like the level of competition at the meet was phenomenal as well. So that's going to be my pick for that. Would you have one for the um, untested side? What do you think was the event of the year for the untested? Um, I guess I'll, I'll give it to the current on that one. Um, like it's, it's tough for me to not give it to the showdown, but I feel like, just a lot of people did not have a great showing at the showdown. So like uh, comparing like my dot score to the next highest. Second, yeah. So the next highest. Yeah. Kern was a closer meet overall. 
Yeah, it was a much better battle for the first, I think. Yeah. That- and 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 Hunter and Mariano are battling on the women's side. Yep. Hmm. So that's also your event of the year in the Untested Dandy? Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's only two to choose from, so it's really essentially, yeah. Yeah. I guess, right. I, I was leaning towards a showdown only because I was so like wrapped up in what John did was fucking crazy and everybody's so buzz about it. Like if, if it's the next day, um, the buzz on showdown was, was insane only because of like, I, I know what you guys are saying in terms of a battle head to head, there's nothing quite like watching it, but if I'm gauging on the interactions I saw in King of the lifts, everybody went bonkers, like was talking about what John did. And then you, on the women's side, you had like Tamara Walcott doing the biggest feat of strength for women and, and Christy Hawking's, you know, story. Barben did a whole story on Christy Hawking's because of the way she did it and what she did and how it ended with the last deadlifter blowing out her bicep. And she even had a quote, like, I'm locking this shit out. Like that was in their story. <laughs> like they wrote <laughs> that they wrote the article on, they quoted her. Yeah. Um, so, but I do agree in terms of like battles, but uh, I, I think, man, I'm going to lean towards a showdown. What, what are we looking at for? Do we have more categories? Uh, so I have, so the last one I had for is uh, like an actual category was battle of the year. And I said, Dan Griggs and uh, Jamal Browner going head to head for the thousand pound. Uh, kind of unfortunate that neither of them got it, but um, it was, it was fun to watch regardless. Do you think we're going to see it happen? Thousand? Yeah. I think so. Who do you think is going to get it first? Well, Jamal has hybrid. Like, yeah, I think Jamal. Jamal has the. I put my money on Jamal to get it first. Yeah. In twenty twenty two. In in four weeks. Yeah. So yeah, ju- just in twenty twenty two. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah, it's fucking crazy to think about a thousand pounds in his hands. He's got an absolutely insane. D- like dead. Do you think it's like the percentage I've said this a million times on this podcast, but the percentage of missing your third, if you miss your third squat, you're 67% likely to miss your third, your third dead. Cause it taxes the nervous system and you don't bounce back. That's what stats say when you crunch the numbers on open powerlifting. Having said that, do you play conservative for the squats? You don't have to token squat it, sandbag it totally. But if that's your big goal and you want to make history and like, that's the shit that are like, go big and it's like talk about a caveat or not a caveat a feather in your cap does he do do you think he would you say sandbag the squats a little bit and go all in well, for that well jamal he, he has it did at the the show jamal yeah jamal has been dealing with like a adductor problem even before the showdown so he didn't he didn't necessarily sandbag but he just went for he tied his his best squat from hybrid earlier 804 but I think this prep, he's he's been hurt, or he's been taking it easier on on squats still, and so I don't think his goal is to try and hit eight hundred again. But I think he'll be, be a player very conservative and then go for that that thousand pounds. So I I think it, it'd be in quote unquote not sandbagging, but it's definitely not pushing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck, man, I'd be tempted to lower that squat way more. <laughs> Like getting so like even matching a PR is incredibly taxing on your nervous system. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. Do you have uh, some, some of those fun ones, John, or no? Uh, Yeah. I got a few ones. Okay. Let's build it. Um, So I got, 
Yeah, I can ramble through these quick. So the uh, the Conor McGregor Award uh, is for like someone who is a good shit talker. I'm going to go Derek. This will wait. However you say his name. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty good at shit talking. It's pretty funny and he can back it up. Yeah, who? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, best dressed at weigh-ins. We're going to go with Russ Orhe. Um He showed up to uh, IPF Worlds. Just swagged out, man. I wish I could look that good. Uh, it was, it was, uh, I don't know. John, John showed up in a, in a red tracksuit. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, favorite thing was, my favorite thing was uh, TD just looked at me like, yeah, I let you fuck my mom wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment. And someone's like, well, are you here to deal cocaine? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> are you here to deal coke? Somebody's people looking to score on you. Yeah, John's like a Russian mafia yeah. street corner <laughs> drug dealer. Uh, I give a honorable mention to Angelo for uh, his uh, his attire for um, the Virginia Virginia Pro, but I feel like Russ kind of started that, yeah. dressing nice for Williams. Uh, Mr. Steelier Girl, that's going to be Shane Hunt. Fucking I mean, dime piece, eh? God damn, yeah. man. I wish what I could look like that. fucking dime piece. Man, even is. when he shaved his hair off, man, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> dicey, but he's still sexy. Yeah. He's dicey, but he's also diced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, uh, the... Badass of the year, Chrissy Hawken for locking out that deadlift will blowing out her bicep. That's a tough one to beat. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, most likely to win a bodybuilding show the day after a comp. I'm gonna go Jess Bittner. I was like, oh man, maybe I should put Hunter, but I'm like, because Hunter actually did win a bodybuilding. <laughs> she won a couple. Yeah, uh, she doesn't qualify. Like, yeah. But I feel like Jess is just like leaner on meat day. Dude, dude, fucking, I don't know if you guys seen, but somehow me and Jessica Bittner got into this weird fucking bodybuilding showdown at IPF Worlds. And it happened from two years ago where I took a picture with her and I shared it on King of List. And um, I was just like wearing a sweater in the warm up room. This is me making excuses. And she was warming up. She was working out. And I was like, hey, let's do a picture together. She's wearing a tank top, was warming up. So her, you know, she's got blood in the muscles. And then, when we, someone took the picture, I didn't see she was actually flexing on the arm, not like on the same side as me. And she had a wrist wrap on. Okay. Wow. Like the ultimate warrior. Okay. So it was cheating. And I posted it and people like, God damn, you got a angled man. Holy shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a fucking sweater on. I'm like, what the <laughs> shit? So I'm getting people trolling me and shit. And also I'm, she's just Jack. So like <laughs> she's Jack the shit. So anyways, uh, this like turns into memes. Like we were, uh, <laughs> we were at a uh, breakfast during the, the brawn event and she was just like sitting down. I just saw like her hamstring, like hanging down. I was just, just like, staring who, at it. Who ordered like, the that thing? <laughs> who ordered the ham here? Let me yeah. show you. So I, um, I actually, I'm going to show you guys something real quick. So I, I, at the IPF world championships, I didn't want no smoke in freaking, um, she like hunted me down, confronted me. It was like, we're doing a rematch. Cause I was talking shit over the last two years. There's no worlds in between that. We're going to have a rematch and I'm going to send this to you guys to our little group chat. So we took pictures and I fucking took my shirt off and she, she was like flexing and shit. And I just put it in our group chat and, <laughs> and, um, I made sure they used my phone for the pictures. Is that Butterbean? It's fucking... No, it's Jessica Bittner. Come on. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, shame, don't fat shame her like that. I think she looks great. She had a little oh water God. retention. She had a little water retention. I think she ate some 
pasta with some salt and oh, um, oh, the, Joe, the Joe Rogan diet. But, uh, but I think, but I think she looked great there. And I think I looked a little <laughs> more diced. How do you guys think I appeared? Not bad. Yeah. I like your tan. You've got to get a good tan. Thank you. Well, it was, yeah. it was just after the summertime. I had done a lot of, but um, yeah. so, so I made sure the pictures were done. I was put on the spot and I'm like, use my camera, use my phone. We'll do this. And, and I mean like 10 shots were taken. We're doing all these different poses. And then, cause I was put on, it was like, you have to, you have to. And I was like, no, I don't want to. They're like you have to I'm like fine. And I hand over my phone. I'm like, Oh, if they take my phone and use it. So then later on, she's like, Oh fuck. They're all the pics are on his phone. And I'm like, yeah, they on my phone and they're never going to see the light of day. So for like weeks, like release the photos, release the photos. And then finally I dropped that post that I sent you guys. And she's got like, she's got Eric Helms. Who's like an esteemed bodybuilding coach doing your yeah. nutrition. I tagged him. And I was like, you know, like, I don't know if she got stung by a bee and was allergic to it or, or, you know, she's eating some gluten and had a reaction, but she looked, you know, she looks good, but not, not quite what, what maybe you would expect it. Sure. But, but it is what it is. You'll have to use this picture as like the thumbnail for <laughs> podcast. For this episode. Yeah. People be like, what the fuck? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, I, I got one more. Uh, best pre-lift ritual is uh, Joy Namani with the lollipop, the, su- the, the sucker, and the reading the book. Yeah, dude, it's. Well, do you know what book she reads? Like, is it like at least like an epic, like something? I don't know. I would. I I don't know. It's probably. I I had no fucking idea. I, I it's crazy though because every time she's literally on the side reading a book, I'm gonna start doing that. But I'm gonna re- be reading like the little onion that could. And it's like. It's a people see the video. It's like upside down, and it's like yeah. okay, you're faking. Uh, you're here. Or, so- or I'll get like maybe I'll get a calling book. <laughs> like, you hold, got- hold the crayons like you're doing uh, it on the side <laughs> on the stream. People see you doing. They're like, what the fuck? Or uh, if you're- actually, funny story. One of my one of my first meets. Um, so, do you know the rapper Froggy Fresh by chance? Uh, no, but I'm definitely looking him up. Okay. Well, he has a song. He he does like a like comedy, like fake rap kind of things. And he has a song where he's like rapping about what he wants for Christmas. And it's all like John Cena stuff. <laughs> and as a joke, I sent that to my family because they kept asking me what I wanted. And everyone in my family got me something like John Cena related. And one of the things was action figures of like <laughs> WWE. <laughs> we were at like this local meet. And I was like, we were like super bored. I'm like, hey, I got some action figures in my oh car. My <laughs> so like me, and, me and my buddy we were just like playing with these like action figures. And I'm like, everyone thinks, uh, I was like, God, everyone probably thinks we're like, <laughs> I don't, don't want to say the word. But. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this day and age, when you hesitate, everybody's like, got you. Say less. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the best would be if you're trying to be calm, cool, like Joy Damani with a book, but you're so fucking nervous when they see you on the live stream, the book's upside down and you don't notice. And you're like, fucking, it's like, all right, man, this is backfired. You look nervous as shit. You don't even know the book's upside down, panic stricken on your face. It's like, oh my God. But um, she like, she also goes beltless for dead squats and everything. She's like a total anomaly, man. She reads probably fucking science fiction, murder mysteries. Um, I'm typecasting, but she's a woman. This is, this is, 
<laughs> Every girl I know listens to podcasts or watches documentaries on true to true, true crime. Yeah, true crime. There was actually the latest Joe Rogan podcast. He's like, they did a study, and like 70% of listeners are women. I know it's crazy how how popular it is. And then like the yeah, like the uh, lollipop and fucking just chilling beltless the whole night. She's anomaly. And she's not, like as good as Natalie Richards is with her eight. 800 or sorry 485 kilo total is a 57 join Amani hit a 492.5 beltless it's crazy man join what join Amani could do but um yeah she's like my terminator award for god's sake doesn't even make sense is there uh is there any other sir we pretty much wrapped up um yeah i think that pretty well i guess uh i'll give uh the best thruple award to Andy, Kimmy, and Suzanne. <laughs> Another year. Yeah, a lot of, the of best, competition there. Who's the second? Uh, it's a distant second. There's no seconds. Uh, There's no seconds. No. Well done, fellas. Look, we just crushed two hours of content. We got two episodes out of it. Uh, but thanks for coming on as usual. Uh, maybe we'll see each other again in a year's time. This has become yes. an annual event. <laughs> uh, good luck, John. What are you up to next? Are you training for something? Yeah, four weeks out from the hybrid. Is that the, okay? So you're 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 all oh yeah, that's right. You had said earlier you're in for yeah. the hybrid, and things look like they're going well. Like, dude, you look like you're hitting some monster fucking numbers for four weeks out. John, yeah. are you gonna are you gonna squat eight hundred, bench six hundred, oh. and deadlift nine hundred? Yeah, totally. That's that's <laughs> what I'm going for. <laughs> no, I don't, like the chip. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing doing well. Like right now, I don't have very specific numbers. Actually, uh. I, kind of, I told Andy I wanted to like a, this is kind of like a minor goal is to out total or at least like tie what Ray did at the Virginia Pro. That'd be pretty fucking badass. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, just kind of a cool thing to like this guy. This this was like the guy when I first got into powerlifting, and now I know he's not as best best obviously, but it'd be kind of cool to bro. tie him or beat him, bro. Load up a thousand pounds for your last dead, your last squat. What's not and, and, <laughs> Andy's like, say less. I got you. And he misunderstands. Wires get crossed. And he loads a thousand. And you're like, Andy, that's not what the fuck, Andy, bro. <laughs> I meant his total, not his squat. I meant his total, not his squat. He's like, oh fuck, well, bars loaded, man. Let's do this. You got just believe, and then you can achieve. He's giving you a pep talk. You're like, hey, nah. Have you ever seen that video of like the? The like fake WWE wrestler guy, or like I don't know, some low level like fake wrestling uh, guy that's like he he went for the the bench record when it was like seven twenty or whatever, and he just like like they, they watch. He's like it's all about believing, and they show him like warming up, and he barely gets four oh five. Oh no, <laughs> are you serious? It's hilarious. It's like one of my favorite videos. Why would he? He should have had it. Well, like this guy is like. This guy is like maybe he's like maybe like my size, but like soft. Oh my god! He just comes out like all face all painted <laughs> up. Damn! I remember when I was a kid, Dino Bravo, who's Canadian, attempted the bench press world record live on like national TV. So and this is back before streaming and all that, so it was like. Millions and millions and millions of people because there's only so few channels, right? Like national TV back then was like you could have 25 million people watch. 
he attempted it and missed it and he got spotted, but it was like a big deal. Me and my brother watched me. Come on, Dino. And it was like 700 and some odd pounds. And he like fucking, and the guy who spotted him, I remember all the kids at school were like, yo, but did you hear the spotter said he, he only spotted him like four or five pounds worth of pressure. So, and we were all like, so if you take four or five pounds off the weight loaded, he actually bench pressed. And we like fucking talking like that. Cause we're dumb kids watching. But like the really funny part is that, so he on racks, like, I think, I think it's 720. I don't know for sure. Jesus. But like, it just, it just comes out right away. Oh, like, like <laughs> how this kid didn't die is amazing. But then like, <laughs> they, they like, the spiders like get it off. And the announcer's like, he's going to go for it again. Oh. <laughs> they, make him, they make him on rack and do the same thing. This is great television. <laughs> this is insane. You can find it on YouTube. He's going to go for it again. Yeah. That's like me being the crowd. I'm like, fuck it. Let me get him to go. I'll do just as I can let it cut through me like butter as well. I could say I attempted it. Yeah. It's almost like no resistance. Like offering token resistance is a moral victory. Uh-oh. Like just giving it a fight on the descent, even. Yeah, it's it's very entertaining. And on a and on a note, Dino Bravo ended up being a mob enforcer for the Montreal Mafia and ended up being shot to death in a wow. execution gangland style. And that's how that story ends. So All right. <laughs> wrap up the episode we'll wrap up on that <laughs> note merry christmas everybody um, but uh fellas thank you for coming on anybody listening make sure you subscribe both podcasts give us high ratings uh put in your stories that you listen to it we can repost it and until next time gentlemen always a pleasure thank you we crushed two hours of content and until next time peace thank you bye guys thank you